You. Shit, I wasn't paying attention. <laughs> you. I was not paying attention to my back. I was in here looking at other shit going on. Um, you. 4K. Welcome back. We live, baby. We live. We live. Me and the good brother Frank was discussing. Um, well, I was talk. I was telling Frank about Joe. For you, um, '90s babies, you may not remember Joe. He was a singer in the early '90s. He had such classics as um, "Let's Stay Home Tonight," uh, all the things your man won't do. And I was just talking to him, talking about him, because I just wanted to um, acknowledge his Dirty Mac status as really a visionary, as a pioneer of the Dirty Mac game. If you don't know what Dirty Macking is, Dirty Macking is when you approach a member of the opposite sex or same sex, whatever you're into, and basically shit on their significant other. So if you see a young woman and you and you know you know her, her men are kind of on the outs at the moment in time, and you kind of slide in with the yeah, you know I saw that nigga liking shit on Instagram. I mean, you don't deserve that. I mean, like you you need someone who's gonna give you all of their undivided attention. And um, yeah, man, Dirty Mac it's a cold game. It's a cold game. I probably have Dirty Mac, but I don't remember. Maybe. Probably. I don't know. That's not really my stage, but niggas out here do it. And they and, and it's, niggas are successful Dirty Mackin'. So shout out to the pioneers of Dirty Mackin'. Um, Michael Jackson was a icon with Dirty Mackin'. What's the um what's the video when he was chasing no girl down the street? Fuck. Um you know what I'm talking about, right? He was chasing her down the street, and then um, it was basically like street harassment. The whole video, but it but it looked good. It did, but that was basically street harassment. It was it was street harassment. Like, like something scary happening, but it looked so good while it was happening. Yeah, like OD street harassment. So that was like Dirty Mac and too, because he was basically telling the young lady that her man ain't shit. So mm-hmm. you know, that's a little. That's what I was thinking about. You know, shout out to Dirty Mac and um, you are. Something that will not die in our community at all. Never. But uh, welcome back for the Stress Podcast. Um, we're here. Frank is here. I think he's rolling up some. He is. Shout out, a <laughs> celestial goddess. <laughs> Look, he's trying to. <laughs> <laughs> You're like, hey, yo, J, my your fucking business over there. <laughs> I'm just saying, if you if you mind in this I, business, I, I, I'm a mind. Listen, I wasn't trying to make it hot. I just happened to look up and then you know saw you. My bad. I made it hot. It's all good. My apologies. So I should have right. been minding my fucking business. <laughs> <laughs> but you know, niggas fuck up sometimes. My bad. It's all good. Anyway, follow the show and everything. Uh, IG, um, Twitter, Facebook. Follow the Frank and Wolf show. Follow Frank. Follow Wolf. Um, follow a celestial goddess for your holistic healing and uh yeah man shout out to everybody shout out to the squad yo real quick about ig man this may be something petty but like yo listen man if you gonna follow me 
Don't sneakily unfollow me just to keep your follow account high. That's some bozo shit. Yeah. Stop doing that, yo. Herb. Like, that's some real duck shit. Like, don't do that, yo. Like, if you're going to follow me, just fucking follow me. If you don't want to follow me, don't fucking follow me. Don't follow me. Then when I follow you back, you unfollow me to keep your... F- nah, man. Don't be a jerk off. Don't be a fucking dickhead, man. Shout out to the people who's keeping it pure, keeping it honest. I mean, because it's a lot of bozo behavior that we're going to get into. So. Oh, this is dope. So, um, last week on Scandal, because that's kind of where we at now, I've realized that everything happening in the political world, right? Shonda Rhimes is set for like the next 10 years. Like, she don't have to write a fucking thing because every plot line, every story arc, every fucking character development is all there for her. And if you don't know, um, the political world has been on a fucking whirlwind since like the last time you heard this podcast um okay we, we, first things first we're not at war let's not let's let's cool out beloved like we're not at war okay we're gonna get to that but we have to start um checking in with the legion of doom again because trump's lawyer a gentleman by the name of michael cohen had his house raided by the fbi and um, boom, boom, boom. <laughs> Open like, the door. Say, <laughs> like, <laughs> basically, that's that's literally what happened. Yeah, they kicked in my man door at like six. Waving the four four, they seized all of his property, um, all his all his communications, all of his recordings, because apparently this nigga recorded every conversation he had, which was, I don't know, I guess. Jackpot for the law enforcement, but whatever. Thanks for doing our job for us. Right. Like, why the <laughs> fuck? All right, whatever. But the FBI raided um, Michael Cohen's home, I, th- I believe, Monday, last Monday. And this is so significant because, you know, Trump has a lot of lawyers, but this is basically like the. You got to help me out with this word. What's the, what's the, the mafia word? Consigliere or some shit like that. Consigliere. There we go. He's basically that for Trump. He's he's made all of the deals for Trump. He knows where all the bodies are buried. He knows who did what with what money for who. Like he knows all of that information. And the feds did a sweep. And now he is if by the time y'all hearing this, like he might be indicted for bank fraud possible money laundering um campaign finance violations and this is like even this is before you even get to the stormy daniel shit so it's like he been out here wowing for a long time now so <clears throat> it was so funny is that Mueller referred to the FBI to raid his house. So Mueller basically tapped the FBI on the shoulder and like yo, like yo, my man, yo, listen, 
I'm not saying y'all should go look in this nigga crib, but y'all might need to go look in this nigga crib because he, is, he might have some shit in there. He said, I ain't saying no names, but this nigga, my man over there, you might need to look into him. So he gets, I don't know if he's, I don't know if he's arrested, but <clears throat> they basically seized all of his belongings and he's fighting with judges right now to try to stop the FBI to look from looking into his shit, which is not working. Now, because of all of this, because he's so close to Trump, because this is probably more dangerous than anything that Mueller is doing at this current moment, <clears throat> Trump loses it. <laughs> Naturally. He was on Twitter wowing, oh. think, threatening to fire every fucking body, saying he's, he, you know, blaming Comey, blaming Obama, blaming Hillary. Blaming every fucking body about um, the FBI raiding his lawyer's home. He was saying that this is an attack on our country. And <clears throat> is a, the Democrats did this. Even though everybody that approved this raid is Republican. So you figure that out. What? Drunk loses it. Like a lot. And he's like threatening to fire... Rod Rosenstein, who was the uh, um, basically the person in charge of the Mueller investigation, and he's trying to threaten him, threaten to fire him, to eventually fire Mueller. So like he's just going off. Like he was this, literally this whole week, he's just been ranting and raving there any chance he get. Like the nigga was supposed to have a a, a, a press meeting about the um national security overseas right supposed to be talking about Syria and Iran and all of this shit and he spent the entire 45 minutes talking about why the FBI ain't shit <laughs> and why they do that to why and, and and Michael Cohen is being unfairly targeted and all this shit so he does all of this I guess he feels the pressure of the walls closing in and, and everybody looking for him and knowing that this shit is getting real very quickly. So what does Trump do? The nigga orders a military strike on Syria. Oh man. So I got so let me explain something to y'all because it's a lot of like um confusion about what's going on. Right? Now, Assad, basically, who is the dictator of not not Khaled's child, not his son, but aside from the Syria. Dictator, he calls himself the prime minister, but the nigga's basically the dictator. He dropped the chemical weapon on his people. Oh, yeah, like he's like he's like like a dictator, like for real, for real. Like he like because people because his citizens are like trying, some of them are trying to rebel against him. So like, and they you know they break off into like rebel groups or resistance groups or shit like yeah. that. So he'll do like petty shit, like drop bombs on them. Like he'll make that, that, petty. That's crazy. Like, well, I mean, well, petty is like he's trying to. He's basically trying to starve them. He's trying to starve them. He's trying to like dismantle them from the inside. He's basically doing anything to destroy any opposition to him and his administration. Mm. So, I guess because the rebel forces were getting a little too close to his liking, Assad just dropped the chemical weapon on him. 
killed a bunch of kids, killed a bunch of women, killed a bunch of just innocent people trying to get the rebel groups and everybody was outraged, right? But my thing with that is with all this shit going on with Trump, you drop, you decide to order a military strike the day of all of the scandal shit is going on with your fucking lawyer and Russia and collusion and all this shit. That's wild. So my theory is Trump don't really give a fuck about what's happening in Syria. He just wants people to stop talking about how real this shit is. Mm. And what kind of confirmed my theory is the nigga dropped a the nigga ordered a military strike which was supposed to be approved by Congress it was not and then the nigga dropped the nigga did the airstrike and then soon as they said quote unquote certain things were hit or military bases were hit he basically wiped his hands and was like mission accomplished we're not going to do anything else that's all we needed to do so now you gotta go in there and kill him. I mean, what you mean? He's not gonna do that because he just did that to kind of get the heat off of him about what's going on with all of this real shit happening here. Now, not taking away from what's happening in Syria because that's fucked up, but he just Trump just basically like you remember the Dave Chappelle skit where he was just like oil, what oil, and then knocked over the water and kept running. That's yeah. basically, he's basically what Trump is doing, just trying to. Um, that's what would be creating terrorists, real terrorists. I mean, that's a shit whole... like that. Yo, listen, man. <clears throat> that's a whole nother, like, foreign policy discussion that we're going to have eventually because our... The, the, you, the American footprint on foreign soil, like, we, we, we cause a lot of this shit. Like, a lot of this shit. Just because we are trying to, quote, unquote, show the way of democracy. But... Like, all right, real quick, right? Like, like you said, we create these situations because we're going to these hostile areas, right? That's like, like, like with um Iraq, niggas kill Saddam, right? They didn't. The the American government did not implement any type of contingency plan as far as what happens after you get rid of Saddam. So Iraq was basically in complete chaos. After Saddam was taken out, yeah, and that allowed a bunch of rebel forces to, to rise to yeah. rise and create more chaos. Do you know how many wars the United States was actually in during like the year two thousand sixteen? Not the, the count was not the top, not off the top of my head, but it's a lot. Take a wild guess. Ten. Double that. Get the fuck out of here. Double it. Twenty. Double that. Get the fuck out of here. Hell no. 64 wars is how many wars the United States is actually involved in, which is different from being at war, but it is being at war because those are uh, American soldiers who are dying, right? So as long as that's happening, we're we're at war. If American lives are being lost... Then, we're, then we could say we're at war, which is going on in 64 different parts of the country. Sometimes it's just like it's chess blocked in there. But and and with that, we you're right. You know what? You're right. Because we do have occupation in a lot of countries that we don't have. From, from shit that's old as hell. And we just need to get the fuck out of there. But because we want to know what everyone is doing, 
that's so that's a whole nother that's a whole nother conversation separate from what Trump is doing because Trump has no foreign policy. He don't really give a fuck about what's happening in Syria. This is his foreign policy yeah, right fuck, here. Suck my dick from the back. The Degeneration X. Yeah, this is suck it, suck it. Like, that's, that's, his, that's, that's his foreign policy. Yo, yo, his foreign his foreign policy is fuck them niggas. That's his foreign policy. He don't give a fuck about what's happening really outside of Trump Tower. So, but yeah, so all of that is. I say all of that to say all of this shit is just a distraction to keep us from focusing too much on the real shit that's going on with Trump and this investigation. Because really, the way this shit is moving, if the FBI or Mueller gets Cohen to flip, oh, it's a dub for Trump. It's a dub for him. If they get him to snitch, now, mind you, <clears throat> with that, Trump pardoned some dude named Scooter Libby. What? I don't know why people are still named Scooter in 2018, but that's neither here nor there. But that's probably because he's like 60. Yeah, he is. He's like mur- and he was in there for murdering somebody. No, he was in there for um, fuck, I forgot the damn charge. Whatever the charge is, he did some wild shit under Bush, right? He was convicted. He's about to go to jail. Trump pardoned him. So Trump is pr- trying to say to people like, yo. It don't matter what you do, I'm going to pardon you. So, you know, you got to, you, it's a bunch of shit to pay attention to. But, I, I, listen, man, the way this shit is moving, Trump is going to go to jail eventually. It's just too much shit for him to just slide out of this, like president or not. And he's trying to build this rep like he's above the law. But, you know. All good things come to an end. Well, not good things, but all things come to an end. So shout out to um the FBI, which I never thought I'd say. But, you know, in this instance, in this case, yeah, shout out to the FBI. But um, speaking of law enforcement. So Mark Zuckerberg, 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 nigga, the motherfucker who created Facebook. Or Mark Zuckerberg. The dude who stole the idea and then made Facebook popular. He testified in front of Congress, right? Because of all of the Cambridge analytical shit. First things first, Mark Zuckerberg looks like a fitted sheet. Like if you if you if you see if you watched his testimonial, like he is he looks like AI. He looks like What's the the robot bitch name? Sophia? He looks like her dad. And he testified in front of Congress because of all this Cambridge Analytica shit. Now, if you don't know, with the Cambridge Analytica shit, you know, I've been talking about it like... I've been touching on it briefly for the past couple of weeks. But basically, Cambridge Analytica is a data firm which got a bunch of user information for Facebook... And then lost the information somehow. Or it just got mishandled and a bunch of people's identities were, um, I guess, exposed to hackers and scammers and all types of shit. So he testified in front of Congress because, you know, Congress wants to do something about all of this data being mishandled. And, you know, Zuckerberg apologized, but not really. 
And he was just, you know, kind of ducking questions about regulations and all this other shit. That's not important to me. What's important is that's kind of low-key our fault. Let me explain why. When you log into Facebook or any other social media site, right? They ask you for all of this information. If you give Facebook your social security number, your phone number, if you give them your credit card information, if you tell them every single move you've done since elementary school, if you fucking tag on your entire family in these pictures, if you give them all of this fucking information about you to compile a fucking profile about you, you low-key can't be mad, not even low-key, you can't be mad at what happens when your data gets breached. You kind of did that to yourself. But they make, but you know, at the same time, Facebook makes it so comfortable for people to be like, oh, yeah, I could just tag my mom in this. I could tag my aunt in this. Or I can tell Facebook how to pronounce my name or what my middle name is and what's my social security number and what's the three digits on the back of my credit card. Like, why are you giving this site all of your fucking information? And then you're pissed off when they lose all this information. Mind you, yes, they they should be protective of your data. But at the same time, like you, you can't give them so much information like Cambridge Analytica lost 87 million profiles or data, whatever, the, however you want to classify it as like. Yes, they like Cambridge fucked up, but at the same time, like we got to be we have to be more mindful about what we put on the Internet. It's bad enough. I know who your baby daddy's fucking and you fighting with the side bitch and all this other extra shit. Like it's bad enough. I have to see that on my Facebook more than I want to. But now, like 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 Zuckerberg was saying, oh, we're not a media company. We're not a um, I forgot the other shit he said, but he was basically trying to he was taking the blame, but at the same time, not taking all of the blame because it's like, oh, because his defense was, well, they give it. They give us the information and, you know, I can't be responsible what happens for it afterwards. And he was low key. Right. But stop telling Facebook your business, man. That's that's honestly like. I, I don't. That's that's as about as plain as I can put it, because when shit like this happens, and you start getting weird calls or weird charges on your credit card because you done brought something off of Facebook, and now some dude in fucking Wisconsin has your credit card information. Like you, gotta be careful, man. Stop buying shit off of Facebook first. Of fucking ball, like you know that shit has a fucking. It's like a mall option on there now. Where you can go on Facebook and buy shit. Why am I going on Facebook to buy anything? First of fucking ball. Why you got me sitting here so now I can scroll, be nosy in all of my friends' business, and then now I can go buy like a fucking bed sheet or some shit or some towels or something because this this shit has a fucking marketplace. Just, I don't know, man. Facebook is just, 
you kind of you have to be more mindful of what you put on Facebook. Shit is not a game out here, man. Hackers are out here in abundance. Scammers are working nonstop. Identity theft is very real. So, Mark Zuckerberg, you're still a bozo, but I kind of understand your position. I kind of understand his position a little bit because it's just like, uh, it's not really my fault. And then he said, it takes 90 days for Facebook to delete all your information. So even if you cancel your account, if you get rid of all the information, like, it takes 90 days. So, I don't know, man. Not just Facebook either. Like, <laughs> I saw online, someone was like, yo, all Tom from MySpace wanted to do was be our friend, and he never stole our information. And he was right. And they right, man. Shout out to Tom, yo. I don't know what you doing, Tom, but shout out to you, man. MySpace was a, you too good. You were too good to us, Tom. And I appreciate, and I, and I am remorseful that I didn't put you in my top eight. Cause you was always good to us, man. Shout out to Tom. He's always a good dude. Zuckerberg out here not giving a fuck about nobody's privacy. Unless it's his own. But speaking of invasion of privacy. This is completely switching gears, but fuck it. So Nicki Minaj is back. She dropped. Um, Yo, listen, man. Nah, yo. Nah. Mm-mm. Nope. Mm-mm. <laughs> nah, man. Nah. Listen, like, I, I like I love female rap, right? I love female rap. I do. Like, um, one of the um very first um female rappers I remember hearing or being exposed to was MC Light. Um, Missy Elliott's Super Duper Fly was in rotation in my home. Like, I, uh, Lady of Rage and fucking Queen Latifah. And I met Queen Latifah in Pathmark back in the day. Mm. I got an autograph on a, on a, on the back of a receipt. Like, mm. female rap has always been like, I've always been a fan of female rap. Like Foxy, Kim, DeBrat is one of my favorites. Shauna, um, who else? Eve. It's all of them, man. Gangsta Boo. All of them. But I don't know. I don't. I don't know what's up with Nikki, yo. Now listen, I don't listen. I don't give a fuck about all of that drama shit going on. All that shit is stupid. Like she did this interview with fucking Zane Lowe about some dumb shit where she like Cardi hurt her feelings because of some shit with motorsport and how she changed her verse and all this other stupid shit. I don't give a fuck about none of that. I don't care. Like that shit is dumb to me. I don't care. I don't care. I don't care. I do not care. Right? I don't give a fuck that she got. Apparently, niggas is saying she got her thighs done now because, you know, she got the, the ass implants or whatever, injections, whatever. I don't care. But now she got her thighs done. So now she look 
crazier. I don't I don't care, man. But I mean, the songs is whack. The songs is whack. That's the bottom line, cause Stone Cold said so. The songs is fucking whack. Like I listen and and look. Oh man, hell yeah! Like look, man, y'all know me. I try. I listen to the music objectively. I listen to it two, three times to make sure I'm not bugging, because I don't want to be like, because it's easy to be like, yo, this shit is trash. And Nikki, like, okay, let me just good things. Let's start there. The beat on what's the name of the song? I like the beat on Barbie things or Tings, but I'm a grown man. I, don't, I shouldn't be saying Barbie Tings, but whatever. The beat on that song is decent. It's decent. She's rapping. That's decent, but it's it's still like mid. It's, eh. you know what I'm saying like it's mid because it's it's. I felt like I heard that before from Nikki. And on the Chung Lee shit, same thing. Same thing. I tried like, listen, man, I ain't gonna I ain't gonna I ain't gonna lie to you. Like the first when I heard Chung Lee, the same thing. I'm like, I was trying to like get into it, like, oh, okay, alright. Oh, mm, mm, alright. And then by like the third listen, I'm like, yo, this not, this ain't it, yo. This ain't it. And it's not because I'm a proud member of the Barty Hive or the Cardi Hive or the Barty Cardi Hive, however you want. I don't know what the name of it is officially. Nobody sent me a memo. But whatever that click is, like I fucks with Cardi. I'm a Cardi stand. Y'all know this. But good music is good music. This Nikki shit ain't it. And I don't know what. I, I I don't know, man. I don't know. Like she keep like. I, I always like Nikki's. I like Nikki's flow. Nikki always has a good flow when she raps. But just the the, the song itself. It's just a bunch of fucking mid, man. I'm I'm sitting here. I'm like I'm I'm thinking. I'm trying to think about you know something positive I can say about the songs because I I really don't want to be classified as a hater. But I don't know, man. This shit is just not. It's not it. It's not it. And then plus, with all of this stupid ass. Cardi hurt my feelings bullshit. It really makes me look at it like, oh, I'm, why am I listening to this? You're not even you're not even allowing me to enjoy the music because you're on some old other shit. Talking about old like she the, I guess I gotta get into it now. The, the whole her argument was basically, oh Cardi didn't basically the Cardi didn't kiss the ring. So now my feelings is hurt. But it's like you you drag little Kim through the mud for like three three years, two years. Like faithfully. Like shitting on Kim. Knowing damn well you took her style. So I don't know, man. 
I don't know what Nikki need to do. This is like, I don't know whether she, maybe she need to get Safari back to get writing for her again. Maybe she, I, I don't know. I don't know. It's just, it's just mid. It's just a bunch of fucking mid. But, you know, it's Nikki and Nikki has her fans and she has a, her, her core base who's, who's not going to leave her side no matter what she do. Like, me? I'm good. G-double-O-D, man. But, with this, with this Nikki Cardi situation, right? The argument is now, well, argument I've seen is, oh, why are you always putting women against each other? The argument is, men in rap aren't pent against each other in a competitive nature. Whenever women are rapping, it's always this woman versus this woman. My response is, what the fuck are you talking about? If you don't follow rap or hip hop, this is a competitive sport. Rap was built on competition. Rap was built on going against another person, proving you're better than that other person. Biggie and fucking Pac died over being pit against each other. What the fuck are you talking about? Foxy and Kim were pit against each other. Damn that every artist is pit against some other artist. Like, I don't understand that argument at all. This is this is this is a this is a competitive sport. If it's, if it's not Nikki and Cardi, it'll be whoever the top female MC is versus the another top M- female MC. Like, this shit is battles. This is a gladiator sport. And but this goes into they try to make it. Be, they try to make it like, oh well, we shouldn't have to choose. No, you sh- you don't have to choose. But at the same time. They're going for the, they're going for the title. They want to, They both want to be number one. So eventually, they're gonna come head to head. Like that's inevitable. You can't stop them from throwing jabs at each other. Because if you if you've been listening to the music, Nicki's been throwing jabs at Cardi since Cardi became popular. Nicki throws jabs at everybody who potentially may threaten her crown. But this is hip hop. This is rap. This not this nothing has this has nothing to do with gender or fucking sex or or the patriarchy or whatever the fucking else you want to subscribe to this issue. This is rap music. If this if you don't want competitive, listen to country or some shit. Or fucking well, I can't even say R and B because R and B niggas is beefing. So, maybe beefing harder than than the rap people now. No, the R&B niggas will fuck you up. Trey Songz is known for snuffing a nigga. Chris Brown, you already know how he you know how he know he get you already know how he gives it up. Chris Brown, Chris Brown will beat you, your bodyguard, and your mama up. Don't leave these R&B niggas alone. Fuck you, man. 
But yeah, so I say all that to say, like, rap is competitive, man. That's all this is. Let Nicki and Cardi battle it out, whether it's subliminal or direct. Just let them battle it out. It's good for the culture. You know, it's good for, you know, still sharp and still. They need to go at each other. Cardi wants to be number one. Nicki wants to be number one. Y'all did this shit forever when Drake and Kendrick. Like, come on, man. Come on, man. Don't do that. Don't fucking do that. But side note to that, um, I just want to give a shout out to my favorite female verse. Uh, wait, did I say that right? My favorite verse from a female rapper, Gangsta Boo, Who Run It. Mm. That's my favorite fucking verse from a female rapper. I don't know what you're doing, Gangsta Boo, but you will always being my favorites just because of that verse that's one of the hardest fucking verses I've ever heard in my life she damn near took she, she stole the song in my opinion so shout out to Gangsta Boo um <sighs> Gangsta Boo is the shit shout out to Gangsta Boo but uh I guess with that what are you listening to? Yo. Good brother, listen. I was I was surprised. I had a um I was taken aback. I was overwhelmed. I was thoroughly impressed. Jim Jones dropped a new album called Wasted Talent. This shit Reminds me of good old bandana around the boot, Jim Jones. Mm. If you were, if you are like me, and you came up to Dipset, if you came up to On My Way Home from Church, if you came up to Jimmy screaming Bleh! on every single verse, listen to this album, yo. This is I, I walked into this project with, with very low expectations Because you know sometimes when With veteran artists They drop project and it's just like They might miss a step He He's very comfortable On this project I, I, I like this More than I thought I would Shout out to Jimmy man He's still out here Repping Um <clears throat> Dipset, and you know he has a song on there called "Banging," right? With uh, with Mozzie, and um, I, I have to give him credit, yo. And he's like, kind of not, he's kind of underappreciated in this aspect. I, Jimmy really brought gang banging to the forefront on the East Coast. He did. Like he really was out here with the shits during a time where no one was really. When no one really stepped up in that way as far as like gangster rap. And claiming some shit. And claiming some shit. Jimmy was was very instrumental in in making gangbanging fashionable on the East Coast. 
And he doesn't get credit for that at all. Like a lot, like a lot of niggas was like, it was a lot of politics. Yeah, it was a lot. Of, yeah, but and you know, Jimmy got cool with the right people as far as like gang politics, and he was able to like. I think when a certified gangsters video came out, and he was on the West Coast. I think yeah, in the federal yeah, when he was on the West Coast, and he was out there with game and all of the the, the OG. Gang members out there that kind of like stamped him, and after that, I think after after Dipset kind of like faded a little bit. Every other nigga that came out of New York was blood. You gotta respect Jimmy for that, man. Jimmy Jimmy was a pioneer in that way. Like Jimmy wanted Jimmy had me want to be blood for a little bit. Like that's how, <laughs> like that's how. Strong his influence was during that time, like with Jewels wearing his bandana, niggas was Jimmy had his shit tied around his boot, like everybody was throwing it up the dipset sign, like them niggas was influential, man. Cam had niggas rocking paint, like you can't deny, like is is dipset, G Unit, and D Block. Those are the movements that like shaped my adolescence. So shout out to Jimmy, man. You did a good job with this project. Like, you know, Jimmy is not the most lyrical rapper, but he has a lot of fucking swag when he raps and it shows throughout this entire project. Um, Speaking of, you know, older veterans, 50 dropped a song called Crazy with PNB Rock, 50 Cent, for those who don't know. You dumbass, you should. But 50 is um I like this 50 track 50's like rapping I always like 50 But he's rapping about Like personal shit I've never heard 50 kind of get that Like he's talking about his, Like his grandmother Having cancer He's talking about His grandfather dying He's talking about how He kind of fucked up His relationship with Banks Like he's He's getting very He's talking about How not seeing his son Bothers him like he's getting very personal on his track And that shit kind of threw me for a loop So like 50 If this is the road you're going on As far as your writing As far as your music making um, I'm with it Shout out to 50 for that um, He's like I'm done I'm done writing hits Like, and I, and I, I think, just want to rap now I think he's at that point in his career Where he can do that Of course yeah he, he has enough hits Yeah he has enough hits He has nothing else to prove Like So he's right He's And I think I think that's that 444 effect Where You get to a point In your career Where you're so successful And, you, and you've made Hit after hit That the The only thing left For you to do Is kind of just give You know Yourself In a sense To where you're right You're talking You're speaking on things That are super duper Personal to you That you wouldn't share Under any Under Any other circumstances So Shout out to 50 man I hope you keep writing Like this Cause I, I really Enjoy this song A lot Um uh, ASAP dropped a new song Called ASAP Forever Featuring Moby Which is cool I like ASAP Hope ASAP is gearing up for a project because a, he's about due. Um, fucking Pac Div from the West Coast dropped the project called First Baptist, which is cool. Shout out to Pac Div. 
it's alright. I'm not gonna, you know, tell you it's super duper fire, but it's alright. I liked it. Pack Div was hot back in like the early aughts. I don't know why. I don't know who made aughts a thing, but whatever. Um, back in maybe like old one or some shit like that. If not later, I'm getting the dates wrong because fuck the particulars. But yeah, shout out to Pack Div. Also. Eric Bellinger. Are you familiar with this man, good brother? Eric Bellinger is an R&B singer from the West Coast, from Compton, I presume, I I believe. He is a noteworthy writer. He's he's pinned um, a bunch of dope songs for a bunch of dope people that I can't remember right now because what the fuck? But... He's a very talented writer, but also a very talented performer and singer. And he dropped a new project called Easy Call. Look, man, if you're looking to, I don't know, buy a bunch of Plan B's or do something disgusting with your partner, this is the album to do it to. Like he has a joint on there called Legs. <laughs> you dig what I'm saying? Like, it's that type of vibe. And I appreciate RB music like that because, you know, I don't wanna, you know, sometimes we need some sensual shit, man. We need some sensual, take your time, let me talk to my lady, let me. Set the mood right type shit. Shout out to Eric Bellinger, man. I um I appreciate this project. You are one of the few R&B artists, along with like Daniel Caesar and some other people, that are like keeping the traditional spirit of um, R&B alive. Speaking of R&B, I think Chris Brown might have like some type of disorder, right? Now, if you don't know, um, Chris Brown has basically been stalking his ex-girlfriend, Karuchi for like three years now. He had, She has a restraining order against him and all of this shit. Like, she done moved on, dated a couple of niggas. He just won't stop. Like, he just comments into her IG pics, all this shit, right? So, Karuchi is, <coughs> Karuchi is dating former NFL player and former New York Giant Victor Cruz They post a picture Of them Away On the beach This nigga got his shirt off She in a bikini They look happy They laughing And all of this shit Right The nigga Chris Brown Comments Under her picture With the The emoji With the dude Walking away With a bunch of dots Right And then right under that He types Goals Moments later, he deletes his Instagram. <laughs> Somebody need to check on Chris Brown, man. How you doing, man? Not good, apparently. Damn. Chris Brown is is either Karuchi got fire or he has some serious mental issues and he needs some help, like immediately. He had a whole baby on her and he just won't let her go. Like he's like he's legitimately stalking her. 
And I, the nigga deleted his IG. I don't know when he'll be back, but um, yeah, somebody like somebody pray for Chris Brown, man. Like or like get him a stray jacket or something, cause the nigga's losing it, like for real, for real. But just get him some bomb pussy, man. One of his friends, hook it up. The nigga's Chris Brown. He's Chris Brown. So what's wrong with you, man? This shit, should, this shit should be falling from the sky from him. Nah, the nigga's a stalker, yo. Either he's he's like he's insane. Like I said, either she got some bomb, or that nigga's insane, or she got the bomb that made this nigga insane, or insaner, if that's a word. Because the nigga was crazy before that, and whatever Karuji did to him. If she did anything to him, if the nigga's just not crazy. But pray for Chris Brown, man. Light some candles for Chris Brown. Like, he needs some help. Like, for real, for real. Um, Hold on. Let me make sure because I don't want to wrap up and, and forget any fucking thing. Oh, shit. Yo, did you hear about this Starbucks shit? Listen, real quick. So, apparently... Two black men walk into a star. This sounds like a bad joke. It did. I was like, oh shit. I don't want to lose the pun. <laughs> Two black men walk into a Starbucks in Philly, right? You know, it's Starbucks. You could come in, sit down, cool out. Nobody's going to bother you. The employee on Starbucks calls the cops on these two black men who were waiting for their friend to show up. The cops come, arrest the two black men. And you know it's real because the white people in the video were like, oh my God, what did they, they didn't even do anything. They were just sitting here the whole time. Yeah, they yeah, yeah. They're shocked. They were like OD shocked. Like, oh, we, what's the problem? Like, you know how white people get when they're yeah, like, yeah. like I, I need to know what's going on. Explain to me why they're getting arrested. They start to get... get yeah, they <laughs> was like... Because they got to know. Yeah. Right. It's like, what did they do? I was sitting here the whole time. They didn't do anything. So, you know... And then Starbucks issues some bullshit apology. It's just so we 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 can't be black in Starbucks apparently. So fuck Starbucks, man. I never go to Starbucks anyway. They tea is trash. They cookies is trash. Fuck Starbucks. Oh man, the owner of Starbucks right now is hitting you with the Ron Burgundy. <gasps> <laughs> Why are these companies Like when she said He got bad hair Yeah like, <gasps> <"How did?" laughs> like, Why the fuck Do these companies Always issue some Bullshit apology When y'all, when they know They fucked up man There's always some We apologize That's, just what they, some, that's what they gotta do Like come on man Like y'all niggas Just And I'm mad That I'm kinda numb To this shit But it's just like Yo fuck y'all yo They should just say What they really feel Which is We are sorry That you feel that way Right, just or at least I can respect that. You basically trying to pacify me with this bullshit ass response, with this bullshit ass apology. Get the fuck out of here with that. Your, your your employee was on some racist shit because she saw two niggas sitting there not doing anything. First of all, white people come to fucking Starbucks all the fucking time to write out their fucking screenplays or fucking um business plans or whatever for hours. Nobody calls the cops on them. 
Two niggas walk in there to order a fucking venti latte or, or a venti iced tea or some shit. And, like, come on, man. Come on, man. That's You niggas is trash, man. Fuck Starbucks for that. Support black business owners who have better tea and coffee alternatives. Fuck Starbucks. Dunkin' Donuts all day. Like, come on, man. Fuck you, man. I, I would like to order a very large venti ice fuck you from <laughs> for Starbucks. So, fuck Starbucks for that, man. <sighs> niggas, man. Not niggas, but white people. Or corporations. Whoever. Let's fuck all of y'all. All right. I think that's it, man. That shit just kind of just drained me. Because I'm just tired of these motherfuckers. Like... It's just annoying at this point. Like, my nigga, damn, I can't be black nowhere. And it reminded me, it reminded me, like, I went to a Starbucks downtown. Look at this. Look how God works. I went to a Starbucks downtown Jersey City, right? I'm in there. This was, like, a long time ago. This is back when I was interning and shit. I got up because I was interning in the city. Got off the train over there by, what is that, Exchange Place? You know, there's a Starbucks over there in the cut. Went over there to get like a hot chocolate and some shit. It was cold. It was just you know, I'm, it's cold. I'm bundled up, got my 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 North Face on or whatever. Go in there, wait for my hot chocolate. Well, I sit down to kind of warm up, wait for my hot chocolate, and all of a sudden, two cop cars pull up. I'm not doing anything, but two cop cars pull up, and they just sitting out there and they looking at me. Now, mind you, it's downtown Jersey City. If you're not familiar with downtown Jersey City, it's just all white people. But this this current Starbucks shit reminded me of that because even though I wasn't arrested, like the whole the same the same sentiment of white people feeling uncomfortable um, because you're black is that shit does not change. So. Fuck Starbucks for that. You know what I mean? But um, in the meantime, in between time, I don't know shit about Trisha Thompson, Khloe Kardashian, or Clement Kardashian. I don't give a fuck about that entire family. I don't care. I don't know. I don't care. I don't care. I don't care. I don't know what he did. The nigga's 6'10", cheating, that he's dumb. For doing that, nigga, you big as shit. Somebody's gonna see you. Why the fuck would you cheat on your pregnant girlfriend? But I don't fucking care, cause I don't care. I just needed to say that because I keep saying it and I really don't give a fuck. But um, yeah, man. Free McMill for the stress. Apparently, he's supposed to be released. Y'all, when y'all by the time y'all hearing this, he should be released. If not, free McMill for the stress. It's just ridiculous at this point um yeah free big mail man for the stress that's just it's dumb he's in there for no reason but uh yeah man follow the show on everything I'm tired of a lot of niggas I'm tired of the government I'm tired of Starbucks I'm tired of paying taxes I'm tired of all you niggas man but I love y'all at the same time we have a complicated relationship. Y'all just got to bear with me. 
Follow the show on everything. Rate, so look, y'all gotta share, y'all gotta rate, review, subscribe, all of that cool shit, buttons and all of that other shit. Do all of that, man. Show me that you fuck with your boy. Do the same thing for the Frank and Wolf show. Do the same thing for A Celestial Goddess. You hear these names. You see these people. Support us. Because we're supporting you. I love you. Pause. I'm out.